Hey friends, welcome back. Are you ready to create a profitable service-based personal brand and business? Download my brand new workbook and you'll learn my signature six-step process to create a successful business with less hustle and more ease. It's got easy action steps ready to implement into your business immediately so that you can start creating a business that you love. Head over to bit.ly backslash attract and stand out online to download your workbook today. Welcome to the Attract and Stand Out podcast by my mom, Darlene Holly. You're listening to the Attract and Stand Out podcast created for ambitious, heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to build real relationships, influence others, and make an impact with everyone they meet. I'm your host, Darlene Holly, and I'm a mom of four, a wife, a storyteller, dream builder, and a personal branding and business coach. On the show, you'll hear real conversations about what it means to run your own business, what success actually looks like, and how you can overcome obstacles that get in your way. We're growing businesses with less hustle and more ease, transforming your mindset, and inspiring you to get moving and to follow your dreams. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Attract and Stand Out podcast. It's Darlene, and I am so so excited and glad that you're here with us today. I have an amazing guest that you guys are going to just fall in love with. Her name is Erin Saunders. She's a passionate wellness advocate and a health and business coach with a background in education, clinical hypnotherapy, if I can say that. She also has extensive training in massage therapy. Reiki, Western Herbalism, EFT, and has practiced and studied yoga and nutrition for many years. Welcome to the show, Erin. Thank you so much, Darlene. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm so thrilled that you're here with me as well. I just love your heart and your passion for the work that you do. So I'm excited to dive in and share your story today and just learn from you and get some of your brilliance rubbed off on us so we can all have um, this amazing energy that we need to bring into the world, especially right now, right? Like we're at the beginning of 2021, but it still feels like 2020, not a whole lot has changed yet. So um, let's start off. I'd love to just kind of hear, how are things been for you? What's going on in your world these days? How are you feeling? Well, things are going really well. I was part of a book collaboration and was able to promote, I'm, I'm promoting a book right now uh, that came out in the beginning of the year, the beginning of January. So um, that was really exciting. And we made Amazon bestsellers. The book is called Women Who Boss Up. And um, so that's been really fun. Um, it's a totally new experience for me. And that's been one thing. And then as you know, my Elevate community has been doing our live virtual events and we're um, getting ready to launch our first masterclass. And, you know, we've just, I, I, I just, things are starting to kind of make sense in my, in my entre- entrepreneurial journey. <laughs> Don't you love it when like all the green lights start going for you and you're like, oh, like I'm on the right path. Like I'm definitely showing up and doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Excited to hear what I'm offering and congratulations on the book. I didn't even know about the book. So that's like super exciting. Yeah. Really exciting. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to talk more about this whole thing because entrepreneur entrepreneurship is definitely can be a roller coaster, right? When we're trying to figure it out from the beginning and the get go and like which way we're going and there's all lots of ups and downs and curvy parts, but, um, yeah, right now things seem to be lining up just like you said. So beautiful. 
it's a wild ride, but it's so much fun as an entrepreneur. Like I couldn't even imagine going back to like a day job <laughs> at this point. Like it's so nice to be able like, yeah, life happens and like some days are um, highs and some days are lows, but it's our journey and it's what we get to choose and pick for our lives, which I absolutely yeah. love. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I would love for you just to share a little bit kind of of your story of how you came to start your own business and what that path looked like for you. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for asking that question. I love talking about it. Um, I, I was a teacher for 10 years. I was a Spanish teacher. And as much as I love working with students and, and kids, I, I was finding that I, my, I was getting burned out and I was feeling um, like, I didn't have any more creativity left at the end of my day, right? I used to be very creative and have lots of projects going on, art kind of, you know, more art inclined and creativity. Well, all of my creativity was going into my teaching. And at the end of the day, I didn't really even have time or the energy to take care of myself. And so not only was I feeling burnt out on the job, I was also just, you know, my health was suffering. Um, and I have a, 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 my story goes back many, many years to um, my health journey, which um, I was diagnosed with a chronic kidney disease at the age of 13. And so it's been a really long 30, 30 year journey of dealing with uh, chronic kidney issues, which has taken me down the road of Western medicine, including um, kidney failure, going on dialysis, having kidney transplants, and having the kidney, kidney transplant fail, going back on dialysis. So this has all been part of my journey. And after my third kidney transplant, I just, I really wanted, I, you know, I, I really just felt this amazing gratitude to have another chance at life. And I didn't know, you know, I just thinking about the whole thing, holy moly, how much longer, you know, how, how long do I have to live? And what do I want to do with my life? And I prayed about that. And, you know, what I knew in my heart, what I really wanted to do was to become a mom. And so at that point, you know, um, my husband and I started looking into adoption and we ended up on an adoption journey to adopt a 13 year old girl in Ukraine. Wow. And um, that was a 14 month process. And so <laughs> getting back to your question, when she came home from Ukraine uh, in 2017, I decided to leave my teaching job at that point and go full-time into my entrepreneurship um, into my own business, which I had kind of done a little bit on the side, but never got too serious about. When she came home, I just really wanted to have the time freedom to spend the time with her and bond with her. And I wanted to create a business that um, I could involve her in. And she loved, this was the start of, of our business or my business was she was, she loved hair, makeup and beauty. Like she very talented at that. She loved doing nails. She loved doing makeup. And so we started just with a organic makeup company and that was the beginning. And, uh, 
it's it's interesting the journey from there but um i i from there i i learned about hypnotherapy i got um certified in hypnotherapy and then i got um I got into coaching and I utilized the hypnotherapy in my coaching. And I also have um, um, a natural toxic free products that I sell on uh, as well. So that's such a cool story. Like, I love that you like found like your passion in your heart to start your business because you were like, okay, I'm going to be a mom. Like, and so many of, I know that's like a part of my story too. Like I was looking for that freedom and that flexibility um, when I was, cause I was a single mom with my oldest yeah. and I was like, all right, I'm like, I'm working insane amount of hours. I was exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, just like what you were sharing. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing that path. Right. There was, there was like no end to the tunnel. It was like, like, this is going to be like a vicious cycle. that's going to continue going on. So I had to like break that cycle for myself. And that was when I was, did like what you did. I like found a business that I could start and I found business coaching, but yeah. Exactly. It was, it was not what I, where I thought I was going to go at that point. I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. I have no idea what this is even going to look like, but it's amazing how so many of my clients and people that listen to this podcast, like their moms or their parents, and, and they're doing what they do because of the, they want to spend more time at home. They want to be able to have that freedom and flexibility. It's so yep. important, I feel like. Yeah. Well, and it's just been so, such an interesting journey too, because like I said, I started with organic makeup um, and mostly because I wanted to encourage Natalia's love for makeup. And I also wanted to teach her about my values, which are, you know, I wanted her to learn about why it's important to look at ingredients, you know, in your personal care products as well as in your food, you know, but how do you do that with like a teenager who, you know, like teenagers are going to reject everything, right? So you want to make it so they're interested in it. And it just seemed like a really great way to accomplish many, many goals, you know, including, including bringing, bringing in some income. So yeah, exactly. And, and you played to her strength, which is such, such a, a smart way to get into like a teenage mind and like what makes them tick and what they love to do, like finding ways to connect with your teenager Mm-hmm. challenging but when you know what they love and what they're passionate about and then you infused it with like you said like with your values and like an entrepreneurial spirit to go with that yeah to kind of pull her into that mm-hmm. it's so exactly. important like I love that you like you're teaching her to look at labels because I was while you were sharing that I was thinking about myself in high school and how I was famous for taking my lunch money and buying a Snickers and a Pepsi <laughs> instead of buying what I was supposed to be buying for lunch but I mean, that was years ago now. So that's right. a totally different time. Like nobody looked, nobody cared about nutrition back then. It feels like <laughs> luckily now I'm like, no, you can't have a Snickers and a soda for lunch. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, and it's hard because, you know, it's the just, well, young people are so affected by their peers, you know, and they also often, you know, um, don't necessarily think that their parents know what's best for them. <laughs> you know, I just was trying to avoid like a, you know, a power struggle and make it interesting for her. And, it, and it's, and it's good now, you know, she's 18 now and she's, um, 
getting ready for cosmetology school. Hopefully it'll open back up pretty soon, but it's been closed um, due to the pandemic. But um, she's, um, she's getting ready for cosmetology school and she is running her own makeup business on the side. So she's selling, she, you know, she sells organic makeup and she's, you know, it's, it's something she can do right now. Yeah. She's waiting for the school to open back up and yeah. So she's gaining skills with, um, with that. And she comes over once in a while and I coach her on, you know, next steps in her business because it's all a learning process, but yeah. That's so cool because you like typically if your parents are an entrepreneur, like you'll start to have some of that entrepreneurial journey, but like my parents weren't really entrepreneurs. So I had like, when I went off and started my own business, most of my family was like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean you're starting your own business? Like, no, you're supposed to work a job and like <laughs> have a career have consistent income and like all of those things that, you know, were sold when we're younger, but totally. what a blessing that she's able to have been a part of the journey with you since she's yeah. been with you to, to start her own business. And now she's starting her own business and like going to cosmetology school. Like that's huge for yeah. getting her in a position to where she's going to be able to create her own path and have that freedom and flexibility that she'll have. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And like you said, I grew up the same way. My, both my parents had jobs and, um, you know, I, I, after being a teacher for 10 years too, it's like, I, I was in the educational system, right? I went, did my high school, then I went to college and then I became a teacher. And what I realized is that all that schooling you, you, doesn't really prepare you for a life of entrepreneurship, right? Or <laughs> it's a totally different paradigm where you're, you know, kind of checking the boxes, right? And the boxes are all there. It's like, you know, when you're in school, you're like, okay, you need to do this, this, and this, and then you'll, you know, get a grade and, or it, you know, when you're working for someone else, you have your tasks set out for you and you kind of know what you're doing every day, where when you're doing your own business, you get to be so much more creative, um, yet it can be difficult just trying to figure out what am I going to do for my business today if you don't have a plan, yeah. you know? So that's where coaching has been really beneficial for me and, you know, moving my business forward. And I love helping people with that too. You're speaking my love language, all about planning. Um, yeah. I love planning. I have to have a plan. If I don't have a plan, I have no idea what to do. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do today? There, like my calendar doesn't have anything in it. <laughs> like, so for myself, I know I have to sit down on Friday afternoons before I finish up for the week and I plan out my next week. Like I put all the big rocks in and then I go back and fill in all the small things that need to be done, like marketing tasks, creating content, all of those things. Yeah. And then I have like, I'm like, okay, like I know how to work because I have already like the plans put in place for me when I come in on Monday morning and it takes all the guesswork out of it. There's nothing worse than showing up and going, all right, what should I do today? Because I can procrastinate really well <laughs> as most people can. Um, so having a plan and knowing what our purpose is and going back to like that mission and vision of why we start our business is so important too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What would you say has been like the hardest thing to overcome on your entrepreneurial journey? Like, has there been any like big struggles or big things that have come up that you've had to overcome during your time? Yeah, well, like, like we were talking about before this past year was really, you know, it kind of threw a wrench in 
in my journey, right? I had a plan from the beginning of the year about what was going to happen. And then this whole coronavirus hit and life, you know, the world's been turned upside down. And then the word pivot became huge, right? How are you going to pivot? How are you going to pivot? And um, yeah, I took some time off and then um, I got back to it. So what happened was, um, yeah, I got that dog bite on my arm. I got bit by my own dogs. When they were fighting, I got in the middle of it. So I learned a very important lesson. Don't get in the middle of a dog fight, even if they're little dogs. <laughs> um, and then from there, it was just in this really low place. But what happened was, um, I just had this whole energy shift. I got, I started in a new collaboration and um, it's really, uh, it's really been beneficial to work with other people and collaborate and to, um, and to, you know, we've created a new movement with momentum and that's been really, that's been really um, working for, for me to, you know, work with others that have a similar vi vision. Yeah. And collect. I can't even get the word out. Collaborations are so powerful, right? Like when you bring like-minded people together who have the same vision and you're reaching for that same goal, it, it reinvigorates your business too on the side because you're collaborating with someone else doing amazing things. It makes it so it's easier for you to work your business and stay, you know, in the right mindset because being an entrepreneur, a lot of it's mindset, right? Like it's probably 80% mindset, <laughs> like making sure like, yes, I can do this. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be visible. I'm going to be seen. I'm going to do the work that yes. it takes yeah. to get out there and do it. So I'm so glad that you brought up collaborations because that's an area that so many of my clients are always talking about. Like, how do I build collaborations? How do I find the right people to collaborate with? Like if yeah. I get somebody who has similar values and I, I could see us doing something together, how do we even figure out what the heck to do to collaborate, to like grow our businesses and to, to move forward. I would love to dive a little bit in if it's okay with you and talk about like, what would you say has, um, like, how did you find the collaboration partnerships and how did you know what the right decisions were for you guys during that process? Mm -hmm. Well, um, so Suzida and I went to, we were in a leadership program together. That's how we knew each other. And, um, and we had never actually collaborated. We we check in on each other because you know um, we were friends, but um, but we we came together and decided to work together on this project. And um, yeah, I'm sorry. What was the question? How did we get together? Yeah, like what was some of like the signs that you guys found for you guys for like finding a way that you could collaborate because so many people I talk to get stuck they're like I, I meet these amazing people and I want to do something but they don't necessarily know how to like make that next step progress yeah. to like get to where you're actually collaborating together <laughs> yeah yeah well interesting so Suzida and I would share different things like you know we'd share like a video that we found inspirational and stuff like that we kind of just share stuff back and forth. And um, when, when we get, we were meeting with Shawnee, we just got together and um, Shawnee had this idea. Oh, you know what it was? Do you know, um, 
it was a, a business coach who she's, she's the one who um, does the leadership program that we did. All right. Her name's Shanda Sumter. She was teaching about this uh, live virtual event and as a, as a method for growing your online community. And we just, we, we just decided we, Shawnee, it was her idea. She said, let's do one of these and we're going to put ourselves on a stretch and do it in 10 days. So it was just like, we just, challenged ourselves and decided to step up to the to the task and um, amazingly it came together beautifully and it was so much fun that we just were like all right we're gonna do another one so that's kind of where it started and now it's kind of it's starting to have more of a um you know that there there seems to be a divine plan unfolding with that movement with that with that business and you know we all kind of are starting to see that we have a a, a similar vision there um so that's that's pretty cool yeah i love that thanks for sharing some of that because so many people are always like like how do i do it what do i do like and i love that you mentioned like you just kind of got together and you were brainstorming and like throwing ideas out there and then all of a sudden like you took an idea that you saw somebody else doing and you yeah. kind of, like, recreated it for yourself and it's taken yeah. on a whole a whole new piece for you guys, for each of you guys, I'm assuming for all three of you, Yeah. how you show up for the world. Well, the three of us had done the same, um, you know, we, we have each done summits on our own where you interview, you know, 21 or more speakers, and then they go out and they email that kind of a summit. So we each had kind of um, contacts, you know, people that we've already, collaborated with, or, you know, we've already did interviews for. Um, and so between the three of us, we had quite, uh, an, you know, quite a solid um, network of people we could reach out to and be like, do you want to come be part of this live summit? And so that's kind of it. It just kind of worked for us because we had that already set up. When you're starting out, I remember when I did my very first summit and I was learning how to do it and it wasn't, you know, it was like I had all this resistance and I didn't feel confident and what I, you know, like I was reaching out to people who are established experts and asking them to be on my show. And that was really, you know, I just, I was just learning how to speak to them and talk about what's my mission and what's my message and why am I doing this, right? You wanna be able to explain all those things to people, especially if you're reaching out to someone that you don't know and you want them to be part of your, you know, part of your community and part of your, one of the experts that you're gonna be interviewing for your summit. So, so yeah, so I understand when you're first starting and you're looking for collaborations, it can be, yeah. it can be, you know, not an easy task. It's yeah. trying, you're trying to find the right people to connect with and you want to make sure that you're in alignment with it too. I remember yeah. when I hosted my first summit because I, I hosted a couple summits myself. And yeah. like when the, the first one, I was like, I learned so much that first year. I was like, oh, it looks so easy. Like I'm going to have some fun conversations and I'm going to share some emails. And like, I'm like, when I went back afterwards, I was like, oh my gosh, I spent so many hours putting the summit together. Like there was so many pieces I didn't even know I had to create that as I was going through the process, I was like, oh, I need this. And oh, I need this too. I need a landing page and I need a place to host all the, all of the videos. And I need like scripts to send to everybody. So they know what to say to people to get them to come to the summit. Like all these things that 
you don't really think of when you're like, oh, I'm going to do something amazing. I'm going to host a summit. And you're like, oh, there's like 50 million steps in here that I didn't even know I needed to do. Yep. So when I hosted my second summit a year later, I was like, oh, this is going to be so much better because I already know, like I created my own little SOP for what things I need to do, how I need to do it what things I didn't have to recreate because I'd already recreated them or already created them the year prior. Mm -hmm. So it gets so much easier, but it's one of those things you just don't know until you get into it. Like the time commitment and the energy level that goes into it. Yeah. Like, Oh, like now I get it. Now I know why, like, like this is hard work. Like it takes a lot of attention and time and details to make sure you bring the right people to collaborate with. And, you know, you want to make sure that they are going to be great people to interview and the conversation is going to flow and that they have a community of people that you're going to be able to get in front of that community as well and you know grow your business too yeah exactly all those things are are really key and what really helped me from say my first summit to my second summit was getting really clear on the intention of what you're what you're wanting to create right so what's the met yeah get clear on your message and your mission of you know, what's this, the point of the summit so that you can clearly explain that to someone who you're asking to collab, you know, come into your, um, it, and be involved. And then, yeah, I think that really, really helps. <laughs> Absolutely. And during that process for me, I realized I wanted to have a podcast. I was like, I knew I loved people and I loved conversations, but I didn't know that I was that I wanted a podcast, but I was like, oh, this is so fun. Like doing these interviews. I was like, I need more of this, but a little bit more spread out, right? To where it's not like 21 interviews and 20 to air in five days type of thing. Like I wanted to be able to have continue to have the conversations. And that's how my podcast came to flourish in was because I was I realized how much I enjoyed conversations like what we're doing right now. And I was like, I could do this each week. Like I would love to connect with people and share their story and help like figure out like how they started their their business and the path that they're on today. Like it's so fun to be able to partner and connect in that different way. It's it, it really is. I love it too. Yeah. Love doing the interviews and the events and all that. It, it brings like a whole new energy level. I feel like to my business, at least for me. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's great. What would you say has been like the biggest success that you found as an entrepreneur? Um, well, I mean, the fact that I wake up every day and I'm doing the, what I want to do with my life, I'm serving people in, in a way that I, you know, makes me happy. It makes, it, I get this feedback from people when they work with me um, that just lights me up whenever I get, you know, I check in with people. Oh, have you noticed any shifts since we worked together, you know, and when I get a positive feedback that is just what lights me up and keeps me going and reminds me that I'm on the right path. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I'm doing what makes me happy in a way that, you know, like I'm in control of my time, my days, you know, all of it. So that I think is the best success that you can have. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm living at my purpose right? And that it fuels me from the inside. It, you know, it, it excites me and, and it makes me happy. So I'd yeah. say that's my biggest success. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. And you're right. Like success is what we get to make it. Like we start these businesses so that we can have some of that um, ability to 
do show up how we want to do the work that we love. Yeah. I would love to hear a little bit about how you work with your clients today. I know that you um, have extensive training in um, so many different areas. Could you tell us a little bit about how that's transpired over the years into your coaching practice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, for me, because I was on my own healing journey for a long time, what I, what, what I found that really, really helped me along my path was hypnotherapy. I, you know, I started getting hypnotherapy as a client. And then once I started, you know, when, when I, when I got back to being more balanced in my life and I, you know, knew that I wasn't going to be teaching anymore, I went to a hypnotherapy program to get certified in clinical hypnotherapy. And I started out doing hypnotherapy, like in an office, um, but I knew I wanted to be, have a little more flexibility with my business. So I ended up shifting out of, um, working in an office to just working from home. And that is also kind of when I shifted from hypno to, from primarily hypno to coaching, because with coaching, I can, I can integrate hypnotherapy into my sessions. Um, but it really is client centered. So it depends on what they're working on. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I do all kinds of coaching with people. I've been doing energy healing work too. Um, so it really just depends on the person and what they want. And we talk about what's going to serve them the best. So some people are, uh, come to me when they're, um, you know, um, is wanting to work on healing something and we do energy work and we can do hypnotherapy for that. Um, and some people come to me, um, wanting to work on, um, goal, you know, working on their, getting clear on their goals and their dreams. And then that's more of a coaching journey, but you know, it really depends because with coaching, sometimes you want to work on getting through some blocks you know, whatever's holding you back. And that can also be helpful to use some hypnotherapy into or energy work. I love that that you have the ability to, to kind of assess the situation, see where they're at, if they need to go back a little bit and heal some maybe past traumas or things that have happened in their life so they can move forward. A lot of people hold on to a lot of, a lot of things from their life and they don't always even know that they're holding on to them. So I can imagine that some of your clients are like, Ooh, like, wait, wait a minute, we just uncovered something. I didn't even know I was holding on to this. <laughs> yes, definitely. And yeah, usually we find out that the only thing holding us back is ourselves. So that's that's really key is to learn what are the ways that we hold ourselves back and how can we break through that? Yeah. So, and once yeah. you break through it, you can actually push forward and go on to working your business, doing the things that you love living yeah. a life that you want and not feel like you can't do something because of those, those obstacles and those past traumas and things can be a weight on us that we don't even know or expect to be there. So yeah. find the ability to like to recognize and realize what's happening and yeah. some of that stuff. It's amazing. Like the, the, the shift that you're able to bring from that. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Well, this has been so fun, Erin. Um, I always ask some fun rapid fire questions at the end, just cause, and I always say, I'm like, it's more for me than anybody else. I'm a super curious person by, by nature. So um, just whatever comes to mind, first thing, um, you don't have to give super long answers, just whatever comes to mind, share with us. 
Um, are you binge watching anything right now? No, I'm not a TV person. <laughs> I have to ask that question because some people are like super into binge watching, like whatever's on and some yeah. people don't watch anything. So it's, it's super interest, interesting to me, like who's watching things and who's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's on your nightstand? Um, on my nightstand, I've got a book, I've got, um, some salve, <laughs> um, and a lamp. <laughs> what, what, what books on your nightstand? Well, I've got, I'm reading Kimberly Masco's book. It's called Chaos, a wake up call for light workers. And she's, she was someone who we interviewed last week at our event. And, um, and I wanted to order her book. So that's what I've got right now. Perfect. Yeah. And um, who has been the biggest influence in your life? Um, that's a good question. Who's been the biggest influence? Well, um, hmm, I don't know. Obviously my husband, he's like, he's with me a lot. So he's a huge influence on a day-to-day basis. And then, you know, um, I didn't tell this story earlier, but um, I, I had a friend who inspired me to go into the, into coaching because she, I knew her from my town. She lives in my town and she has had such, such success with her coaching business that that was a big inspiration for me to, when I was teaching, I looked at her as an example of what's possible. So her name's Sasha Sterling and she inspired me. That's awesome. Yeah. And what is your happy spot when you need to reset and recharge? Is there something you like to do or a place you like to go? Yes, I love the beach. And luckily we live about 20 minutes from the beach. So you can yeah. just cruise out there. The yeah. beach is my happy spot too. That's totally yeah. where I can go and just like reconnect with myself and like yeah. back in on that energy. So I love that. Yeah. And my last question for you, and I know I can't do this today, but if I was able to give you a plane ticket for you to go anywhere in the world, where would you want to go and why? Ooh, um, I would, I'm, I think Hawaii. It's one of my favorite places. I would probably go to Kauai or Maui. Maui and Kauai, I love those, both of those places. I just feel like whenever I'm there, I go into just complete relaxation and it's very peaceful. There's definitely (laughs) something magical. I've only been to Kauai, um, but that was like the best 11 days of my life practically, like just relaxing and unplugging and spending time with family and feet in the sand. Yeah, beat that and a little umbrella drink. <laughs> yes, yes, I can't wait to get back there. It's been a while, so <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, we can start traveling again soon. I know, I actually know some people that are going to Hawaii. So some people are traveling to Hawaii. So you can't, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, yes, no, I know. Options to actually do it, and then when you're there, it depends on how long you can stay, right? <laughs> yeah. This has been so yeah, fun. I have a friend that went recently too. I have to look at all of the new requirements for traveling and all that, but yeah. You can do it. And there's certain places you can, we can't travel, but I know Hawaii is actually letting, letting people come back over, which is nice. Yeah, that is good. I'm but so yeah, glad. 
This has been so fun, Erin. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I know people are going to want to connect with you and reach out. What's the best place for them to come and connect with you at? Mm, well, you can check check me out on my website, bestlifeorganicliving.com. There's some free gifts. Uh, you can download my free gift there, or I think you have the link for that. Also on Facebook, um, I have a group called Best Life Organic Living and everyone's welcome to join. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Go check out Erin. She has so much value to share and she's doing collaborations and different things as well. So definitely tap into her community and check out what she has going on. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Erin, especially. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Um, that's a wrap. And we will see you next week. Um, have an amazing week. Keep living your amazing life, showing up as your authentic, true self, and just be you. Bye, guys. Thanks so much, Darlene. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you love the show, leave a review and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. It would mean the world to me. As a special thank you, I want to offer you a free gift, my Uncover Your Niche workbook and video training that helps you become unforgettable to your audience. You can sign up at darlenehawley.com. I look forward to seeing you all next week. In the meantime, have an amazing week and we will talk soon.